You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, everybody, Josh Neighbors here today on the Locked On Nationals podcast today, brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. On today's show, we discussed the Nationals win last night over the Marlins and a red, scorching, smoking, whatever word you want to use, hot Kyle Schwarber. All that coming up on today's show. All right, let's get into it here on today's Locked On Nationals podcast. Last night, the Nationals opened up their four-game set in Miami against the last place Marlins with a 7-3 win and a game that was really never in doubt. The Nationals now get to 36 and 36. They are 500 for the first time since they were 12 and 12 on the season. The Marlins dropped to 31 and 43, 16 and 17 at home. The Nationals are now 15 and 18 away, so slowly improving that away record. The pitchers of record in this game were Joe Ross and Cody Petit. Joe, Joe Ross gets the win, seven innings, four hits, eight Ks, two walks. Uh, Miller and Suero finish off the job. The Nationals, then Cody Petit takes the loss. He's now two and three. He goes three innings, six hits, five earned runs, four walks, six Ks, two homers. And so in this game, uh, once again, credit Joe Ross for bouncing back. But the big story was that Kyle Schwarber homered again, not just once, but twice. The first at bat in a full count situation, he's able to grab a pitch and it looked like it might be going hooking foul. It stays very pounds that ball deep into right field, into the cavernous uh, confines of what is it now? Lone Depot field or Lone Depot park or whatever it is now they have in Miami. Kyle Schwarber starting off the game with a bang and we, we've heard about it so much the, the early offense is something that David Martinez really wanted a lot more of. And with Kyle Schwarber, he is bringing that offense. Let's just talk about him individually for a second right now. Goes two for four last night. He's now at 21 home runs, 49 RBI on the season. And for him, you know, he's played 64 games. The Nationals, like I said, 36 and 36 have played a possible 72. So Schwarber did miss the eight games to start off the year. And, uh, you know, he had to recover from that and, and the situation that was happening early on in the season. But he has done a splendid job now, especially in that leadoff spot. It's just been a big jolt for him. And you're seeing the home run numbers ever since that Sunday, of the 13th game of June last. So basically now the last 11 days Kyle Schwarber has been absolutely raking. He has got uh, 11 home runs in that span. He had two against the Giants on the 13th, and then homer the next night against the Pirates. Went a little bit of a drought, but last weekend, obviously, on Saturday, had the two-homer game followed by the three-homer game. And then in Philadelphia, uh, he had the home run and then the three-run home run to tie the game early on. And then the, the two home runs last night brings his tally in the last uh, 11 days to exactly that number, 11 home runs in that span. He is raking, he is mashing, he looks confident up there. Sure, there are still some moments where he's striking out, but his threat there uh, has just been so key, so clutch. It's really helping the Nationals. And no, does he have the most gaudy on-base numbers 
No, he does not at all. But as long as the lineup is turning things over to him and he's getting opportunities to drive in runs, he has been successful. The Nationals' offensive numbers aren't crazy, but they're a lot better than what they have been so far this season, and he's a big reason why. You think about you know these games that they're winning with the home runs. 6-2 win, the game he homers twice. 5-2 win, the game where he homers three times. Obviously 13-12 win, but 7-3 win in a game where he homers twice. He's bringing that offense. You take him away, and, and the offensive numbers aren't going to be that great. He has been homering, and he has been uh, homering in important ways, important games. You know, not just saying that the games individually are important, but saying that you know he he's made these games really count for the Nationals as they are now fighting their way back in. As of last night, they're now three and a half games back in the National League East. So the Mets didn't play last night. The Nats are in sole possession of second place. Kyle Schwarber is a big reason why. And hey, you can even mention, you know, throw in there the fact that they're not, they're missing uh, Kyle Finnegan. They're missing right now Daniel Hudson. They're missing Steven Strasburg, right? So they've all they've had all these guys go down and they are not, you know, they're still fighting, scratching, clawing, going this winning streak, finding ways to win games. And most of those ways is with the power. And having those guys also step up to, in the rotation has been big. You know, having Eric Fetty go down with COVID and Austin both getting hit in the face and having to use guys like Jeffrey Rodriguez, having Paulo Espino pick up wins. You know, those guys have done a great job, but the Nationals have needed some offense to make sure they get these wins. And he has been the guy so far during this winning streak who has been bringing it. You know, there's been a lot of guys, but he's especially brought it. Let's take a break and we come back. I want to break down what the Kyle Schwarber uh, front of the lineup move really signifies, what the success really uh, kind of shows us, because I think there's a couple interesting things that we should note with this move now to the front of the lineup. But first, a word from our sponsors. Today's Locked On Big 12 podcast is brought to you by our friends at Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is tobacco-free, long-cut end pouches that give you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz you're used to with tobacco. It's available in nine flavors, Fully Loaded Chew is made with all food-grade ingredients and tobacco-free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine available. It's the only moist nicotine pouch on the market. All other nicotine pouches are dry white pouches, nothing dips, spits, and packs like Fully Loaded. Fully Loaded Chew is offering Locked On Team listeners a special offer. Right now, you can try it just for $1. That's right, $1. Go to www.fullyloadedchew.com and use the promo code Locked on. That's L O C K E D O N locked on. Just $1 in free shipping if you use that promo code locked on at checkout. The next time you go for a dip, make it fully loaded chew at fullyloadedchew.com. Today's show is also brought to you by betonline.ag. You guys have heard the, the deal, but get in on the deal right now. I mean, guys, we got college baseball, pro baseball, uh, NHL, NBA, horse racing obviously just, just happened. Uh, you know, future bets for the NFL and college football, MMA, boxing, all that stuff you can find at betonline.ag. Head over there right now on your mobile device, your laptop, whatever it is that you use. Use the promo code Locked On when you sign up for a free account and when you're depositing. Because if you use that promo code Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, you'll get a 50% deposit bonus. If you deposit 100 bucks, you get an extra 50 to play with today at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so this Kyle Schwarber move to the front of the lineup, I want to talk about really what it means because 
you're seeing the offensive numbers, or you're seeing the offense, at least in my opinion, change. Now that we have this consistent front threat that we're seeing each and every day, it seems like the front of the lineup, the other two guys, Trey and Juan, have also been getting better as well. The fact that those guys are working together in concert is really something that we talked about earlier in the year. Like I'm trying to figure out the way, you know, the, you know, just to kind of reference it. Like we mentioned the fact that it felt like these guys would have good individual games, right? A four for five with Trey wouldn't necessarily always match up with a, with a you know, a, a three for five from one, right? It felt like one night one was on, one night the other was on, and the Nationals just couldn't get it right about, hey, who should be out there? You know, who should be in what spot, which day, what looks the best? And um, now, now they've begun to change, well, not just change the lineup, but now they've begun to adjust the way that they have you're seeing all of their numbers increase. Like, look at the last week, right? If you go to the last seven days and the seven games the Nationals have played, who are the three guys that are leading the team in average? Well, it's the three guys who are batting one, two, and three. Kyle Schwarber's hitting 357, Juan Soto 360, and Trey 440. So you have you have Schwarber up there at the front with that 357, 419 on base. You've got Trey coming up next with that 440 and then at 550, 533 on base, rather, excuse me. And then you've got Juan coming up who's hitting 360 and he's got a 467 on base. So these guys are doing a good job of getting on base, of kind of passing the baton to the next guy and doing a good job of knocking in runs. To go along with that, Josh Bell is hitting 278 and, uh, you know, he is a guy that's been driving in runs. Charles Castro has been driving in runs. So, all of these guys, you know, this, the point here is that they're creating opportunities for each other. They're feeding it. They're feeding off of each other. And so what you're getting, especially lately, is the fact that, hey, look, you may, you may be able to clear this, the front part of the lineup sometimes. Or like a good example last night, you may be able to get the first guy, right, uh, you know, or the second guy. Last night, Schwarber, Homers, one strike, uh, you know, Trey gets on base, one strikes out. That's fine, but you have to work. Petit had to work to get through these guys. And then next time around, right? Schwarber hits a home run. Think about later on in the game. Uh, and actually to follow that, Juan Soto knocks in, uh, he knocks in uh, Trey Turner, right? Back-to-back at bats, Juan knocks in Trey Turner, uh, in consecutive bats for him, I mean. He knocks in Trey Turner. So uh, you think about when those three guys come up to the plate. Think about that grouping. When, that, when those three guys are involved each point of the game, something normally happens. Something is going to happen because of the way that that part of the lineup is constructed, the way, it, excuse me, the way it's hitting right now. So, you know, we want to go back to this. We have talked about it, how they struggled so much of finding some continuity, right? The batting average was high. As a team, the Nationals have a high collective batting average. But was that yielding offensive results? No, it was not. So you look at now games, and, and just to give last night as a good example of this, all right, have the national score, a Schwarber home run. How they do it again the next time around the, line, the lineup came up, a Schwarber home run, a Soto double. All right, next time up, sure, Schwarber strikes out, but, but uh, you know, I, I don't think the, the following time all those guys end up executing. But the times they score runs in this game were due to them, right? So the scoring output comes from Schwarber, Schwarber, Soto, and, uh, Soto, and then Castro. So four of the five times the Nationals scored runs in scoring situations, right? Because the Schwarber home run was a three-run homer. 
Um, the, the, the times the Nationals scored, which was five times last night, seven runs, five times they, had, they were once again scoring opportunities, four of those five were done by guys in the front part of the lineup, right? So the whole point is, sure, you might be able to navigate through them cleanly once or twice. Good luck navigating through that part of the lineup cleanly for every, every single time, every single game, right? I mean, they're just, if, if Kyle Schwarber, he doesn't have to continue this kind of pace, but if he can provide that power in the front of the lineup or that opportunity and, you know, uh, you know, if you get through him, okay, you feel a little bit better. Oh, here comes Trey Turner. You know, here comes, here comes a guy that's, uh, that's spreading the ball all over the ballpark right now. That's, that's what you have to reckon with next. Even going back to the Philadelphia game uh, the day before, I know it was a 13 to 12 game. So not the best example because, you know, it's, it's such an outlier in terms of offensive performance. But once again, think about how the Nationals score runs. Uh, a um, the Kyle Schwarber, right? The the three run home run was a big part of it. Trey Turner singling to right. Bell is towards the front of the lineup, obviously. Uh, you know they're, they're getting those guys to contribute. You having to work through that front of the lineup, and they are the ones who are now driving this offense. And it feels like things are getting better for the rest of the guys, right? It feels like you know Stalin Castro has begun to really heat up. It does translate, and I think it's all about the fact that they've got. They've, they've solidified that front part of the lineup. Let's go to the pitching thing. You know, I love the fact that these guys are rebounding from bad starts. Joe Ross last night, yeah, you know, I thought maybe not his not his strongest start to begin with. The start of the start. I mean, he was the starting pitcher, but the start of the start was not the strongest. He really did settle in. He managed guys on the base paths well. And I, I like the way that he just kind of, you know, he started rolling. You know, he was able to get on the track. It seems like the Nationals have a few guys who occasionally can tend to be slow starters. Joe Ross actually not normally like that, right? I feel like Joe can usually, the knock on Joe is the third time for the lineup for him is always a challenge. Last night, you know, he only only allows uh, himself allowing six base runners, uh, you know, on his own. There's error obviously last night too. But Joe Ross, four hits, two walks, eight Ks, was in control 101 pitches, and the fact that he was able to save the bullpen as well for a four-game series, uh, that's very helpful. So Joe Ross going out there and giving them effort. He's now 4-7 and seven on the year. He has got a 4.12 ERA, and that feels a little bit misleading, uh, you know, because he's had the bad is bad with him really sometimes, uh, and the good with him can be, I mean, very, very good. And look, two of his last three starts have been dynamite. I mean, you go back to that giant start that he made on that Sunday, and he was absolutely lights out. So I know the previous start, the one against the Mets, wasn't his best. But look, in the four starts he's had in the month of June, he's got a 1.73 ERA in 26 innings pitch. So he's given them some length. You know, he's, he's done a good job. I mean, twice, you know, he's gone at least five innings every single start this month. Uh, you couldn't say that for the uh for the the last month right in may his longest outing was 5.1 innings five and a third innings was his longest outing in may he didn't make it through five innings on three separate occasions now this month in the four starts he's been able to get through 26 innings you know the nats are two and two in those games but still he's pitched a lot better and he's had the nationals and opportunities to win games and the offense helped him out they backed him up in this game that's what the nationals have to do moving forward. It was good to see Joe Ross bounce back. And uh, it, once again, in the absence of starting pitching, you know, when they lost guys, you know, when Scherzer was on the mend and uh, Fetty had to come back and, you know, John Lester wasn't in that as best and Austin Voth gets hit in the face and Strasburg is still out. 
those guys, their ability just to show up every fifth day is something that I think sometimes we don't appreciate. Um, you appreciate it a lot more when you're watching a team be injured. But for them to show up and be competitive and give the Nationals a chance to win each time they take the bump, that is what the Nationals have needed. And now the offense has come around to, to back them up. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, I want to touch on a, a couple more things, mostly just kind of the feeling right now of watching the Nationals play because it is a fun one. But first, a word from our sponsors here. Today's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by our friends at Wealthfront. Stonks, beams, and rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun, but if you want to grow your long-term wealth in a meaningful way and actually make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders actually beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. That's why you should team up with Wealthfront instead. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. Get your first $5,000 managed for free for life at Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T.com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings. Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. Check it out today. Today's Locked On Nationals podcast is also brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting, best for you protein bar out there right now. They've got nine delicious flavors available. Coconut almond, coconut, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, and only four grams of sugar as well. Built Bar is once again great and great for you. Go to BuiltBar.com today. Use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Once again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So I just want to mention, you know, right now on this run, looking at the Nationals, watching them play, it's a lot of fun. And this is the one great thing about baseball is that, man, there's, you know, if you're somebody who's even covering the team, but especially if you're a fan, being able to sit down every day at 7-10 or whenever, whenever the game happens and your team's playing great baseball, there's no better joy than that. And the Nationals are 9-1 in their last 10. They've won five straight games. Um, right now, that, that winning streak is the second best in the, um, in the entire National League. Uh, the, the Padres are seven in a row right now. But the Nationals over the last 10 are 9-1. That is the best streak right now for any team in the National League. Obviously, the Astros have won 11 straight. Um, but yeah, you know, right now for the Nationals, they've got one of the best winning streaks in baseball. Uh, they're tied for, I think, the third best streak right now with five in a row. Nine and one of their last 10 is the second best record in the last 10 games besides the Astros, you know, uh, 10 straight wins, obviously, in the last 10. So I think, you know, I think about it all the time is that just even, once again, even for us people who kind of cover the team, being able to sit down and watch your team play and have them bring joy into your life is just, that's a great thing. Like, it's, that's the best part about baseball. You know, football happens every Sunday, right? And you have a whole week to marinate, you know, whether you're a Washington football team fan or whatever team you root for. You know, it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't happen every single day. Basketball, yeah, it's, you know, some, you know, it's uh, every other day, every three days, whatever it is. But for baseball, it is really constant, is really every single day. And it's a lot of fun right now to watch something special like what Kyle Schwarber is doing right now, right? It's, it's one of the, I guess, the joys that, that this game brings. And there's nothing 
like, uh, you know, if it's a day game and, and you're driving to get lunch somewhere, being able to turn on the radio. That's what I do a lot of times is if I'm out working out, if I'm out, I'm out on a run, if I'm out doing errands, I love to flip on the game on the radio. I, you know, I look forward to it. I even flip on for the pregame show, you know, whatever it is, because, you know, even if your team loses, you can bounce back on the horse the next day. If, you know, if you're in a playoff fight and the Nationals right now have gotten themselves definitely back in contention, uh, especially in this division, just three and a half games clear. So I just wanted to appreciate that because I think every day, you know, it was just, you know, sitting on my couch last night watching a game. You know, I was, I was just sitting there with my dog and watching Kyle Schroeder hit another home run. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I was talking to my dog, you know, and just, and watching Joe Ross. And you feel like, you know, yeah, he's, he's bouncing back. It's a great start. And watching Juan and Trey get going, you know, and, and watching the joy with which the guys are playing right now. It's just all of it. You know, you really let, you know, it's, it's, you kind of take it for granted sometimes because they do play every single day. But these, but rarely does your team play this well, uh, you know, this long, or a team that you cover play this well, you know, normally for this long a period of time. These stretches are so few and far between that you really should appreciate them while they're going on. And the the Nationals have a tough road to hoe coming up with some of their games, so you know, they got a chance to, to to really put the put the heat on the Marlins in this series. And I just say my message would be enjoy it, my friends, enjoy it because uh, winning streaks. Like these don't come around very often, or you know, quality of play like this doesn't come around a whole lot, a whole lot often. Obviously, fans of 2019 know that, and then you saw in 2020 what happened. So you can kind of really uh, appreciate what you're seeing. And then streaks like Kyle Schwarber's on, that is that's rare, <laughs> right? You see all the numbers right now about you know his hit off his leadoff spot home run numbers. Uh, the, the the Kyle Schwarber experience right now is a rare one. Tonight's game, 7:10 start time. You catch it on Masson. Uh, Lester versus Lopez. So we'll see what the Nationals can do against Pablo Lopez, who has been very good this year, and John Lester, who has just begun to really, I mean, he's hit his stride so far with the Nationals. Uh, once again, I talked about how good he has been in this month, but 2.61 ERA and 20 innings tossed this month. The Nationals are 3-1 and one in games that John Lester has pitched. So 7-10 tonight, uh, I'll be on my couch, ready to go, ready to watch. Hope you guys are as excited as I am to watch this hot team playing right now. And even if you're not a fan of the Nationals, you know, it's just it's, it's fun to catch a team like this playing this well. You just really do appreciate it. All right, my friends, that'll be it for the show today. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. And as always, until next time, my friends, stay safe.